Welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to uplevel your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Oh my gosh, you guys, you are going to love this interview with Tanya Vanderhart. She is incredible. Oh, when I was re-listening to this episode, I was just on fire. It is so good. So let me introduce Tanya real quick and we'll dive into the episode. Tanya is a mindset coach for ambitious females, both entrepreneurs and athletes looking to push the limits and hit the next level of success in their journey. Before taking the leap into entrepreneurship and truly stepping into her purpose, Tanya spent 50 plus hours a week as a marketing professional in the corporate world. Growing up, she played competitive soccer and believes that that is where she first realized the power of her mindset. She now runs a successful online business, helping female leaders uncover the upper limits they've placed on themselves, both consciously and subconsciously, while completely transforming their self-confidence. She's been known as the mindset queen by her community and deeply believes in feeling your fear and doing it anyway. Ah. So powerful. You are going to love this interview. I literally have goosebumps thinking about how many takeaways you're going to have. So let's just go ahead and get started. Let's dive in. All right, you guys, I am just so excited to have Tanya here today. Um, She's absolutely amazing and she's been a huge inspiration for me personally. So I'm really excited for her to be here. So Tanya, can you just tell us like, who is Tanya? Tell us about your journey and really how you got here. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me on here today. I'm so excited to chat. Um, I'm a mindset coach for highly ambitious women, which includes entrepreneurs, high level athletes, and really just any women who have a big vision and are ready to fully, fully unleash and step into that. So that's a little bit about what I do in a nutshell. And how I got to where I am today? Well, um, I grew up playing competitive soccer. I guess I would start there. And so I always had that mindset of, I guess I learned to have that mindset of, I'll do whatever it takes to get to where I want to go. And I was never afraid to ask my coaches like what I needed to improve on because I was always the girl that had the drive and the ambition and the mindset to be successful, but not always the skills to back it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally fair. Right? (laughs) And there's a lot of like the opposite that I noticed too, with like so many natural skilled people that just don't quite have that mindset to get to that next level. So 
Um, yeah. So for me, it was always just about um, how can I do better? How can I do better? And what do I need to do? And then putting in the work to do it. So um, yeah, I would say that's where kind of like the whole mindset stuff has began without even realizing. And then um, as most of us, I followed the corporate route and uh, got into a marketing position. It was kind of my ultimate dream job at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, just, it just makes me laugh thinking about things now, but it was like the ultimate at the time, amazing company, so much room for growth. And it honestly was um, like a dream in, in the moment. And for probably the first... <laughs> six months and then that wore off really like quickly and I realized that I had been like turning into a robot it was really really mm. long hours mm -hmm. I commuted a lot um and there wasn't a ton of room for creativity and I just remember I always say I remember complaining to one of my best friends and she was like I'm not gonna lie like you are naturally so bubbly so full of life but I think this job is like draining that and like stealing that wow. away from you and that was my biggest eye-opener right there and that's when yeah. everything shifted for me because for one of my really good friends to call me out on that was not okay with myself um because yeah I think we do naturally have all these amazing, incredible personality traits. And often when we're in a position where we're not happy, we're not fulfilled, and we know we're meant for something bigger, we don't even realize and we get caught into this routine where it drains all of those things. And we start um, almost like settling down to what the, the normal is in the office. And for me, it was a lot of people that were unhappy, unfulfilled, um, just looking forward to retirement. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I was in my twenties thinking like, how is this possible for me to go to work every day with this kind of mentality? So anyways, that was, um, the moment I would say the shifting moment for me where I decided, okay, what actually truly made me happy? What job? And I started doing a little bit of soul searching. And for me, the simple answer was the golf course, which sounded insane at the time. Like, how am I leaving a good paying good <laughs> opportunity, like dream yeah. job to go back to a golf course that I had worked at while I was in school. Um, but the hard answer was if that's, what's going to make you happy and still pay the bills and give you flexibility to figure right. out what your next steps are, then do it basically. And I was really, really afraid to approach that to my parents because I wasn't <laughs> sure how that would go over. Um, they're insanely supportive, but I think it's an egotistical thing of I'm like 26 years old, got this amazing job. My life looks pretty great on the outside. And here I am like leaving it to go mm -hmm. to a golf course, a seasonal position. So I did it anyways. And, um, in that time of hitting in my, or not even that was in January from actually deciding that was what I was going to do that spring. Um, I had found coaching in the online world and <laughs> I was actually doing a network marketing. Um, I was with a network marketing company at the time and I wasn't like doing amazing with it. However, I really did believe in the product. I loved the incredible people that I was supported by. Yeah. And so at that time I thought this coach was just going to help me be an outsider looking in who wasn't yeah. in the network marketing industry and kind of like help me unleash. And, um, that call was the call that I was like, 
what this exists like she set me on fire yeah. and then shortly after I decided um, this was something that I needed to do and explore and look into further and so um, I had quit my job was working at a golf course it was perfect because I had this like six month not even like four month window because it was seasonal where I had to this business had to take off and it was all or nothing like take out the safety net and I think that's what most people don't have. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't that I had the income to back me up, but I did have that urgency factor behind me. And so I, it, I left in September and I went full time and it's been two years now. Um, yeah, and in business. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing to look back on the scary things you have to do to get here. But obviously you can't always see the journey, but you know in your heart, like, you know, when you know, that's what I believe. Yeah. You know, what's so funny. I, and I've been following you for a while, probably since my journey began, but it's so interesting how similar our story really was. <laughs> really is. Like, I'm like, whoa, this sounds like deja vu from my life. you know, like so funny. So, okay. What advice though, do you have? So I'm sure there's people who are sitting here listening like, oh my gosh, that was so brave. Or, oh my gosh, like how did she actually do that? So for those, for those people who are stuck right now, feeling really stuck, feeling unhappy, maybe they don't have that friend that is able to tell them like, what are you doing? Like, this is sucking your soul. Cause that is, that's a really good friend, right? We need more friends like that. But what kind of advice? I love her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of advice do you have for those people who are ready to make a change, but they just need like a little bit more of a kick in the ass to actually make the decision? Yes. Don't we all need a little kick in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I think we all know at the end of the day. So whether it took a friend having to tell me, I think it was something lingering in the back of my head for quite some time. It wasn't something that just popped up or she said it. And then I was like, no, you're right. It was something that just solidified everything I had been thinking up until that point. Totally. Um, so I would say we just need to learn to trust our own gut feelings a little more often and, and not to run away from the truth. And I think it's really scary in the moment because what does this look like? What does this mean? We don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. um, logically, it doesn't always make sense or rarely makes sense. But I think, like I said, your heart always knows. And so my advice to anybody out there who is really resonating with this in the sense that they know, they really do know, um, and maybe they don't know all the answers, but they do have like a passion or a dream or a vision or something, and they're not happy with where they are. I would say trust your gut and, and just mm. move forward with it. So do mm. something because clarity comes from action. And so we'll never right. really know unless we take a step forward. And my whole thought process was, I have no idea if this is going to work out. I have no <laughs> idea what this is going to look like. I have no idea if I'm going to have to, you know, get another job. But I think for me, it was scarier wondering that thought forever or mm. living with not even regret, but living with the unknown, I think, um, in mm. terms of what could have been or, um, you know, the whole, we're getting older, you're never going to be as young as you are now. And, mm -hmm. um, life is short. And I think I've always understood that. And so I would just, basically it was like, well, I 
worst case scenario, I get another job and mm -hmm. you know, like, let's be honest, there's a, there's jobs out there. Like if we wanted right. one bad enough, we could find one. Um, we could find something to pay our bills. It's how I kind of looked at it. Um, but what if this does work out? Like what mm -hmm. if this vision or this dream or this something actually is going to work out? And the potential of that is what made me say, I need to do this. So Absolutely. for anyone listening out there, um, think about the worst case. Usually the worst case honestly isn't as bad as we make it out to be. And usually the best case scenario is about a thousand times better than where we are right now. So mm. um, think of it that way and just take action and just go all in. You have to go all in, like take the security blanket. Um, yeah, that, that would be my number one advice. I love that. And for those who are like totally tripped up by fear, like being like this mindset queen, which I know that a lot of people call you and say that you are and cause you're amazing, but like what, what strategies or what little tips and tricks do you have to kind of derail that first fear reaction, that first like what if in the negative way to get them to thinking like of what if all of the positives, like what do you suggest in that aspect? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely the worst case and best case scenario. I, right. I think weighing that out, but not getting too caught up and having to have this whole pros list and cons list and which one outweighs the other. And I have 10 things on the you know, the cons, but I have eight really powerful things on the pros. And then we get all tripped up by what, what do I do now? At the end of the day, our heart knows. So if you have two really powerful things on the pros and 15 on the cons, yet those things are still kind of energetically like tying you towards that way, then you know, and basically like stop looking for an outsider or an external sign to point you in the right direction and just start listening to your own inner guidance more. And I think we all know what that is and it, and it strengthens with time. Absolutely. But we all have it. We just don't realize the power of it or we don't trust it yet. But mm -hmm. the more you trust that and just try it out, the more you'll gain confidence in that. So, um, I would just say also, like I had mentioned, clarity comes with action. And so my biggest right. thing it's just like, take the action, like do something. So, you know, if a client was afraid to go on Facebook live, which was one of the scariest things I had ever done in the beginning of my business, which sounds so <laughs> insane now, <laughs> my favorite, um, was, is basically like, just do it. Like it literally just do it. Just yes. do it. You'll, you'll figure it out. Like it's, I was so afraid. I was like picturing all the worst case scenarios of, I forget what I'm talking about. Mm. Somebody comes on that's like intimidating. Um, somebody questions what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Nobody shows up. Like there's so many worst case scenarios, but at the end of the day, that just means we're simply thinking way too much about ourselves and not enough <laughs> right. about the work we're actually here or the stuff right. I'm here to share. Because if three amazing people or one says, oh my goodness, that was exactly what I needed to hear, it far outweighs any of the other things that could happen because at the end of the day, why are you doing it? Right. So, mm. um, just take the action. It's never as scary as you think it is. And after you get done with it, you're free, you're set free from that fear. And that's like the mm -hmm. most empowering feeling in the world. 
Absolutely. And I think we get so caught up um, because our brain is naturally very selfish, you know, and, and, it, and it's not like a bad thing necessarily. That's just kind of how our brain is wired. But we get so caught up in all the things that could happen to us when really it, we're not here for us, right? We're here for other people. We have a deeper mission. Um, so I love that you said that. What's like something that most people don't know about you? Oh, it's a great question. <laughs> um, a really good question. Uh, what do, hmm. I would say that I, oh my goodness, why is this question so hard for me right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm from Canada. I um, come from a divorced family and I think that I come off extremely bubbly and really, really happy and go lucky in so many things. And mm-hmm. um, I've had a lot of hard things in my life. I And this is like mm-hmm. on the sadder, but I just want to, I feel like there's a bigger lesson in this. And, you know, I come from a divorced family. I've lost my brother unexpectedly. Like lots of things have happened in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy for everyone to think that my life is like perfect and bubbly and happy and cheerful and everything is amazing. And um, this, like a lot of this happened since starting my business. And so it could have been so easy. Everyone sees the like highlight reel. I think a lot of the time of, um, what I've been able to achieve and what I stand for and how optimistic and positive I am. Um, and I, and I think that's just like something people don't realize and it's not to take away from any of that, but to just show you, like, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own story. Um, I'm really no different than other people. I think that's why it's so hard for me to think like what do not like a lot of people because I feel like we all have our mm-hmm. our things about ourselves. But my thing is we're all going through this journey and it's one messy, beautiful journey. Um, but yeah, I would say those are some of the things like on a personal level that maybe people yeah. don't know about me um, because everything is so business related. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's tons of things. I mean, I can think of business, but personal, um, that's something, but I think it's actually given me more power, maybe not in the moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've gone through lots of struggles since starting this business, but I think it's, it's actually only helped me. And I think it just goes to show like when your mission and your, what you're here to do is bigger than yourself, nothing can really stand in your way. And so that's what I want people to kind of get from that message. I'm actually so glad I asked you that question because that was a really beautiful thing to pop up. So when people are going through these quote unquote um, tragedies, right? We all have them in different levels, different variations of our lives. We all, life knocks us down a few times every now and then, right? (laughs) Oh yes. (laughs) What, being a mindset person and being like focused on your mindset, what do you do for yourself when you're in those situations where you feel like life threw you backwards? Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things is relying on people around you. And I think we're all afraid to maybe put our problems on other people. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to rely on your support. I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, also being honest with yourself. So knowing when to take a step back and take that time for yourself and fill your own cup back up. And so Mm. for me, as much as in business, you're so afraid that, you know, what if I take a week away or what if I take, you know, some time to myself, is my business going to crumble and all these crazy thoughts that pop up into our head. 
But my biggest advice is if you need the time and space to heal, like number one, emotional state comes first. Yes. Um, Big time. And so I I would just basically recommend in terms of my own, um, I took the space. And so therefore when I showed up, I was like ready and I was able to energetically serve because if I was being, um, you know, selfish, then I would just show up in, in terms of only thinking about myself in terms of my business and finances, but then I'm not able to energetically give to my audience in the capacity that I need to give in. Right. So I would say, fill your own cup up, be honest with yourself, take some time to heal and then get back into it. Like don't get caught up in that story for too long. Um, give your space the time to heal. Um, and then get back into doing the things that you enjoy. So for me, it was like working out again. Um, I know that builds my confidence, that mm-hmm. like stress, it just gets me into this feel good state of energy. And so from there I started a- like, I was able to get right back into my business with the energy that I needed. Absolutely. And I think, um, that's something that we forget a lot to take the time to take care of ourselves. And you are so good at that. And it's funny that you say that. Cause I remember once you started, um, posting pictures, even just pictures about your workouts and, and things like that in the online space, I feel like I felt a shift in your business. And I feel like that's when you really started, um, even going more towards athletes too, and, and working with Olympic, people, <laughs> Olympic champions. I don't even know. So what encouraged you to kind of make the shift into opening up that door for athletes, not just entrepreneurs when it comes to mindset? Yes. Um, so it was something around the time that I had actually gone from business coaching. I always, always had such a focus on mindset and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be super transparent. There was a fear of going into just mindset coaching. Mm, And it was in that time that I got this kind of like sign that that's what I enjoyed most. And that was always the forefront of my business. And that's what everybody knew me as. And so it was time to just like own that And, um, one night at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm so not a night person. I am definitely (laughs) a morning girl. So like, (laughs) literally I'm a grandma. Like I've, I've always been like the first one to fall asleep at a party. Like I'm that girl. So I was, it was like 10 o'clock and it was like right when this idea struck. And I think I was up to like one or two in the morning, which is so unlike me. Right. And it was just like this idea about athletes for some reason. And it was like, um, knowing that mindset just played such a, a huge role in my soccer career, um, that it was, I don't know, it was just, and I think the Olympics were coming on. It was just like weird how everything kind of aligned up for me. Yeah. Um, and so I decided why not? And I'm just going to see where this takes me. And I had reached out to, um, a couple people on, um, on Instagram because I had decided I wanted to actually interview women, um, entrepreneurs, athletes, both, because I think at the end of the day, we literally have the same fears. Mm. It's just applied a little bit differently, but it's still the same confidence, the same stories, the same stuff, really. Um, no one is really better or different than the other. We all have our own stuff. So I realized that actually at the end of the day was literally teaching the same fundamentals And so I wanted to create a blog that interviewed women around the adversity that it took to get to the success that they had had and the mindset Mm -hmm. shifts that they needed to endure. So I think that we all 
you know, see the, these people of su success as this uphill climb, whereas in fact, actually in both, there's injuries, um, there's putting things out there in business that fail. And there's so much of both of those um, on the way to maybe the gold medal. And mm, so I wanted to open so that conversation up a little bit more. And yeah. That just kind of led to the next. And then, yeah, I was able to coach um, an Olympian in the Earth so yeah, cool. in the Winter Olympics, which was so amazing. And it just went to show our own ego again of who am I to do this? And really, at the end of the day, it's like what I was able to help her with far outweighed any egotistical thing that could have stood in my way. So um, that was the shift of just realizing that mindset is is the same for everyone. We all have our own fears. We all have our own stories. And I'm obviously very passionate about sports with the background that I have. And so it was just a really cool opportunity for me to, to get into that industry a bit more. I have, um, two questions that like popped up, right. As you were saying those things. So, okay. The ego is something that everybody deals with. It's something that everybody, like it creeps up on all of us. Um, and I, I know you gave some really amazing tips earlier and maybe you're like, girl, it's the same tips, but when the ego comes up, what do you suggest to do? Absolutely. I think it's a great question. Um, so I, I definitely teach on being aware of those things because mm -hmm. first step is being aware. If you don't even know that you're saying these things and we can't change these things. So becoming aware of, of just your dialogue and what you say on an everyday basis your thoughts, those are all so important. And then just kind of asking yourself if this is, like empowers you to where you want to go. So for instance, if there was an Great. athlete that was, um, you know, wanted to win the race and noticed her ego was popping up of, you know, I haven't had good training sessions. Does that empower you to, to be able to win that gold? Mm. And the answer is so easily no. And so at, in that moment, we have to change that thought into something that actually does empower us. So just like changing that out, like it, it may feel like you're crazy in the beginning because we have <laughs> a lot of negative thoughts on the daily. Like our ego right. is crazy. Um, mm -hmm. But once we start realizing those, they become a habit for us to start saying the positive things. So we, the more with practice of getting those thoughts out of the way, the easier and faster it is to actually just like naturally think the more positive, empowering, um, thoughts. So awareness, and then does that empower you? No, change the thought and, and just go with that new thought of, you know, for instance, in that same situation, instead of, you know, worrying about your training, not being good enough, mm -hmm. just having the confidence that that's okay. Race day is a whole new story. Like I know I'll bring my a game and just like, that thought is a hundred times more empowering than what if I don't do well because my training hasn't been very good. And that was something that we had to work on for her because a lot of it is like training times and, um, your times in like the three days leading up to it. And then, you know, if you're going into that race day with all these negative thoughts of shit, this has not gone as I had expected, then you've already right. defeated yourself before you've begun. And so instead realizing that's okay. It's honestly, it's okay. Um, change that thought though, because you want to enter race day with a powerful mindset, not yes. taking everything from the past three days and bringing it with you. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't. It's so funny that you're saying this. I don't think I ever would have compared entrepreneurship to like athletes, athletic, anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but it makes so much sense. Like I almost wish when I was growing up, like as a young, um, you know, teenager, when I was doing competition dance, how powerful would it have been if I would have had a mindset coach at that time to get me out of my head before I was about to go dance my solo on stage, like <laughs> hoping that I place, right? Oh my gosh, like everything is just clicking. So I'm so glad that you had that inspirational moment because this makes complete sense. But I never so even much. thought about it. But something you said earlier is the word like resilience. And I love how you kind of mm-hmm. talked about how it's not just this upward climb that people talk about entrepreneurship or anything, really just life in general, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. as a roller coaster. We have our ups, we have our downs, right? That's the law of opposites. If you you can go up, you have to be able to come down. Um, But my question for you, especially because this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self, Um, I know you kind of told us a few obstacles, but can you tell us about a specific obstacle that you had to overcome that made you feel really victorious? Ooh, I love it. Um, Yes, absolutely. And I think for me, that's come in so many different areas, but in times throughout this business, but one that I can really, really focus on is, um, is when we were purchasing our house and it was all of a sudden I had these way bigger financial goals than I had ever like not just only set out for myself, but now needed to hit. Like it wasn't mm. just a, that would be nice type goal. Um, <laughs> it was a, this has to happen type goal. And I had never really been presented with that type of goal in my business. And, um, and so for me, a lot of the, the mindset was like, how is it just going to happen this month? Like, how is this month going to be any different than the last month? And it's not to say I hadn't been successful, but like I said, there, this was much bigger than I had set out for. And Mm. I didn't necessarily go into this month having, you know, a huge projected income or anything. And so, um, that was really, really big for me. And so one of the things that came up was I need to hire this coach that I've been really, really drawn to energetically. Mm -hmm. Um, but logically it made no sense because at the time it was something I can't even remember, but it was something around $3,000, $4,000 or something to work with her. And I just thought this is going to place me even further away from where my goal is. Like (laughs) now is not the time. (laughs) Now is the time to keep the money that you earn um, and put it towards this house that you need to buy. And so logically it made no sense. And so the fear-based mindset come up because no matter if I'm a mindset coach or not, we all have our own fears and egos that we face just about a daily basis. Um, And so the thought was, okay, well, what if I am like that much shy of my goal and, or, you know, what if I have that much more to put towards it at the end of the month? And so that was really big for me and deciding, no, I'm going all in this month. It's going to happen Mm. energetically alone. I believe coaching, it's not always that they give you the answers that you need, but being in their energy and just personally showing yourself that commitment and that belief in yourself, I think sets the tone alone. Um, mm-hmm. and so if that's what I believe and that's what I teach, then this is what I need to do is basically what came up for me. And so that was the shift and I invested in her. Um, and even I'll say not that she doubted me in any way at all, 
I think that it was also a stretch for her to maybe see and believe because like I said, I didn't have much projected and what I needed to hit was just like a lot of new income coming in Mm -hmm. um, without necessarily this crazy strategy of how it's going to happen. And Mm. so that was just um, a really big moment in my business where like, I'm here to prove this to myself. Like I'm here to do this. This is happening. And that was the month that I really, really went all in just mentally. I did all the things that I believe in and teach. And I think so often we can maybe do 80% of it in Slack sometimes. And it just mm-hmm. like, you know, when I myself do what I teach and I go all in and I have that mindset that it's, it's a done deal, then it works. And one of the other things along the way, nearing the end of the month, um, when I was not where I needed to be was so often we would then try and lower our standards instead of just like raising our faith. And so, um, family had just said like, maybe you should call them and push back, see if they can push it back by just like a couple weeks, your goal. And wow. I realized that that almost made me say, yeah, maybe You're I right. should. You're yeah. right. And so that was a lesson just so much of how much our environment really does influence our own thoughts. Um, and God love them. That's, they're coming from this place of trying to like protect me and help me. But yes, of course. at the end of the day, I know that that is not what I need to do or think if mm-hmm. I want to get to where I want to go. So there was just a lot of growth and lessons throughout that month. And um, I can honestly and truthfully say that the entire month I would just like rewrite, okay, what thoughts are coming up for me? Um, and so often I would realize that like all the fear was, based around the environment that I was in and the thoughts. And so it was really powerful to become aware of that and to create my new story. Like I had said for you about the athletes, like right mm-hmm. out empowering beliefs. Um, and, and I really just believed that like 200% that month, like it's happening. I envisioned it. This house is meant to be ours. Like it's just a done deal. And it was literally no joke. I think like two hours before the payment was like supposed to be in my account. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my goodness, this just has to happen. Um, and it, and it did happen. And so it is like one of those, like, if you, the magic happens when it doesn't look like it's going to happen and you still continue to have faith within yourself and in the process and in the work and action that you've put in throughout the month. And so, um, it, yeah, it happened. So I would say mm-hmm. that was one of the like scariest months and the most challenging and growing months that I've had in business, mm-hmm. um, but also one of the most rewarding. Yes. I am so glad you shared that story because I actually remember reading, I don't read emails very often. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just get a ton of emails and I'm like, uh, I don't know. But I remember specifically reading that email from you and being like, Oh my gosh, because you're so right. So many people, when the going gets tough, when things happen and we're at like the end of the month and I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes, honestly, literally we're like, yeah, okay, well I'll just diminish my goal. So I know that I'll hit that. And you had complete faith the entire time. And yes, you, okay. I'm glad that you mentioned, okay. I noticed that my thoughts went wrong and then I switched them and I did it differently. And I decided to change. I decided to have this faith. It doesn't necessarily mean it came easy to you. It just means that you work towards it. And I think that people are literally going to listen to that and be like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. So I'm just so excited that you shared all that. Um, (laughs) Along those lines, 
whether it was then or now, I'm sure it's very similar, but what is your daily, like, what am I asking? Your, what does your daily activity look like? I'm just even through business and mindset. What does that look like for you? Amazing. Yeah. So, um, it honestly looks a little bit different every day to be fully honest. Cause I really operate. I was always terrified. I'm going to be honest too, that I didn't have this crazy day planned because <laughs> I just spoke to so many entrepreneurs and I'd been interviewed in these different things. And everybody was like so structured because as business yeah. women, usually it's a lot of type a and, and I was like afraid to like admit it and own it. But I'm here today. I've done a lot of self growth in myself and um, I'm really the type of person that's so go with the flow and I've been learning to just focus on my energy and what I need. But one thing that I definitely do every day is my mindset work. That's like a given, um, before I get into work, I truly believe that you can only put out your best work when you're in your best state of mind. Mm. Um, and when you believe in yourself so much more, because like I said, your environment can have an impact on you, whether you realize it or not. And so you know, maybe there's some stress going on in family and there's all these different things that you can pick up energetically. And if you just get into business and get into writing your emails and get into writing whatever, you might not be in that really empowered, powerful state. And so I journal mm -hmm. out just like fears, get that stuff out of my head, um, writing just like the empowering beliefs and the goals and visions and, and connect to those things. Mm -hmm. Um, gratitude is massive for me. I always start my morning feeling love because I feel like there's no higher power than gratitude. Right. Um, so mindset work is definitely one of those things for me. Um, I'm pregnant right now. So working out is Yay! usually one of those things, <laughs> but it hasn't necessarily recently been one of those things, but I'm getting back into it. Thank goodness. Um, but I do believe in like moving my body and doing something because energy, mm -hmm. like it's stale in our body when we're not moving it. And I think like just going out of the house and going to get a coffee or doing something is just really good in the mornings. Um, but in general, I always just try and show up for my business. So whether that's a Facebook live, whether that's posts, whether that's, um, in different Facebook groups, it's not so much email right now, but if it's an email, um, for me, Facebook lives is really, really big. And, um, and yeah, so it's basically just figuring out, um, it could be sending messages to clients and Voxer and doing all the different things like business entails. But I would say definitely mindset work is a for sure given for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and just energetically, like some days I'll be like, Nope, I feel called to go work from the park today. I'm going to go to the park or I feel drawn to go to a cafe today and I'm going to go there. Or maybe it is just from my office, but I try and include adventure because that's huge for me. So whether it's going to the park or going for a walk or getting into nature, it really grounds my energy and just like allows me mm. to connect to a quiet, like voice in my head, if that makes sense and connect to my vision a bit more. So I've been really, really tapping into that. So yeah, my answer is not exactly like a black and white I love answer, it. but it's okay. that's definitely who I am. <laughs> well, and I love that you um, talk more about the flow aspect of it and kind of yeah. just trusting your intuition. Um, I feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with is just trusting that intuition and, and knowing what your body needs. So how do you feel like, I don't know if it's something that you've been in tune with your whole life, but if you haven't, 
Do you have any suggestions on tapping into that intuition more on a daily basis and just listening to what God, the universe, your angels, whatever is saying to you? Absolutely. And I definitely haven't always been in tune with it. I feel like, again, sometimes we're all in tune, but we just don't listen or allow it to be. I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, So learning to tap into that more and to listen to that more, again, is just like sometimes we're moving at such a fast pace and we're doing all the things we think we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. That was massive for me in business. we're just so inspired by so many people that are ahead of us. And very early on into business, it's so insanely easy to adapt the way they run business and the way they do things. And what I know now, thankfully, is that there's definitely no one right way. And so if you hear that they wake up and they do this and they send out emails and they do this and they do that, and this is where they work from, and this is what business looks like. So easily we think that's the answer to success. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think it actually is like tuning into things that you enjoy and don't enjoy. And so for me, um, sometimes I'm working from home and I'm just like, it's not doing it for me. And so I just like kind of quiet in, listen, and it's like, what do I want to do right now? What would be fun? What would be like energizing? Like follow the fun, follow the energy, Mm. follow the feel good. (laughs) And I'm like, heck yeah, that is that just gives you the answer. So some days, like I said, it, it, it's just like, Hey, I'm going to go to the park and journal out and then I'm going to go and send an email and whatever, but mm. follow your energy because if doing something just doesn't feel good, then it's not meant to be done that way. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what is like the most exciting thing that you're doing or working on right now? Ooh, yeah. So I have a mastermind. I've Yay! always been doing one-on-one coaching, except for I did a mastermind with three other amazing coaches, which was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been a while since then. And I just recently got the calling that I wanted to start my own mastermind. So we're going to Lake Tahoe in California. So So much fun. Again, the reason this is so exciting for me is because again, it's a newer lesson, but it really was for me, like without realizing doing the fancy hotels, doing the things that made logical sense and that I had seen and, uh, from, you know, some of my mentors and so forth, but instead owning who I am a little bit more, which is way more down to earth. Like I would way prefer to be at a cottage around water, um, like a fire or just like something outdoorsy and adventurous. Um, with of course still a little bit of luxury, like who doesn't love Mm. a little bit of luxury, Mm -hmm. but that it doesn't have to always be this like five-star hotel and that there's no right or wrong way. And so this mastermind has just really been about listening to my own, um, like feelings and just staying true to myself. So, um, part of the whole mastermind is not having rules. (laughs) Like (laughs) (laughs) That's basically like the number one thing. Um, and, and I think for me, one of the biggest things to help me to get to where I am today has just been having amazing, amazing support and sisterhood and business besties. And I realized that that is actually so much more important than I've maybe realized or given credit to. So I think that's also why now I realized that it's time to create a mastermind. So anyways, yeah, that's something really exciting. Also, I just got new photos done and I can't wait to kind of like (laughs) rebrand. So 
and just incorporate them into my brand a little bit more. So that's something really exciting. It's like that whole, you get a photo shoot done and you're checking your inbox just about daily to be like, are is they it ready? There? Is it back? <laughs> yeah. Can I see them? I want to see them now. <laughs> Driving I saw the crazy. of them and they just yeah. look so fun. So I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Like the it's real, so the real deal. The real uh, deal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been completely amazing. Can you just tell people like where they can find you and where you're hanging out at? Yeah, of course. Come join the party. I, right now I'm just focusing on, um, my Facebook business page, which I believe is just Tony Vanderhart, um, with vibrant ambition. I'll make sure that you have the link. <laughs> um, and as well, Instagram right now. Um, but I am going to be, which is Tons Vander on Instagram, but I do have another one, which is more of a business account, vibrant ambition. Um, you're more than welcome to follow me and come hang out because I'm going to be actually, um, rebranding that one very soon, as soon as I get the pictures back. So I will be definitely on there giving a lot of inspiration. So that's where you can find me. And, um, again, thank you so much, Brooke. This has been so much fun. I always love your energy, <laughs> blonde energy. It's like how I do business. So, um, there's no surprise that we found one another and, yeah, I'm really excited for people to hear this and, and yeah, just like let go of the fear or pursue the fear. And that's when the magic happens. Mm, I love that. There are going to be so many quotes that I pull out of this and I'm sure like I'm going to re-listen to this over and over again. So thank you for being an amazing, amazing guest. I knew this was going to be awesome and I'm just glad you're here. Grateful that you're here. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks again. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.